This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. When I was seven years old, my family moved from Queens, New York to Cleveland, Ohio. I was a true curiosity in my second grade classroom with my New York accent. The girls in my class would ask me over and over again to count to 10 so they could listen as I said five and nine with my New Yorky twang. I quickly learned how to say orange and forest in the Midwestern style so that I would fit in. I think all of us have at some point been a stranger in a strange land. We all know, some of us more painfully than others, how it feels to be other, how it feels to be different, how it feels to be an outsider. In the book and movie Wonder, the main character is a boy by the name of Augie Pullman who has a facial deformity. After homeschooling for several years, the story begins with him entering middle school. We all know how that's going to go down. While Augie is bullied and ostracized by some of the kids in middle school, one of the boys named Jack emerges as a true ally and friend. It is so painful to watch this young, vulnerable boy get bullied by his peers, but we know that it happens all the time, for adult and kids alike. Why do people oppress those who are different? Why is it human instinct to prey on the vulnerable? I think that there is a lot of ignorance about those who are different from us. And the drive for power leads us to fear those who are different. When we fear others, we are suspicious. Suspicion leads to hate. Hate leads to discrimination. That further distancing from the other only brings about more ignorance and fewer opportunities to truly know one another And so the cycle continues. There is one theme in the Torah that repeats itself more than any other category. This week, in the Torah, we have one appearance. You must care for the stranger because you were strangers in a strange land. Some version of this instruction is repeated at least 36 times throughout the Torah. It is one of the most well-known values of the Torah. Sarah Hurwitz former speechwriter for President Obama and author of Here All Along, writes that God seems to be literally obsessed with the stranger. And I think she's right. There is something about our shared experience in being a foreigner that should allow us to feel feelings of identification and compassion with someone who is vulnerable and oppressed. As a whole, Jews have historically tried to live this value. How do we overcome this human tendency to distance and prey on those who are different? Dr. Alan Morinus, in his book Everyday Holiness, talks about the value of compassion. He says that the way to find compassion is to discover in the other human being something shared, some shared experience, some shared personality, some shared value. He points out that the Hebrew word for compassion— Rachmanut, is from the root word of rechem, which means womb. What is this grammatical connection meant to teach us? A woman who is growing a baby in her own body 
will have compassion for the child that she has never met. She will stop drinking wine. She will sacrifice her body. She will go on bed rest if she must, because she already loves her unborn child. A big part of this is that the child is a part of her from the moment it starts to grow. And you, by definition, love that which is a part of you. The root of compassion is that we love what is ours. And therefore, in order to have more compassion in the world, we must find more commonality with others that puts them on our team. Everyone on some level is a part of us. When we see someone else and think to ourselves, how strange are they? The Torah asks us to remember that you too were strange. You too were a stranger. You were a stranger in Egypt, and you were a stranger in Babylonia. You were a stranger in Persia, and you were a stranger in Rome. You were a stranger in England, and you were a stranger in Spain. You were a stranger in Portugal, and you were a stranger in Germany. You have been a stranger in America, and in South Africa, and in any place that Jews lived. According to the Torah, the only place you are not a stranger is in the land of Israel. So while other people may be strange and estranged, we too have been strange and estranged. Let's use that shared humanity to raise up the stranger just as we wish we had been raised up. In 2017, a YouTuber named Ben Taylor got a Facebook message from an internet scammer from Liberia named Joel. He asked Ben to send him expensive electronic equipment so that he could sell them and support his family. He promised Ben that he would share the profits with him evenly. Ben was about to delete the scam, as most of us do, but then he decided to try something different instead. Maybe he could keep the man busy so that he wouldn't use his time scamming more people. So instead, he responded to Joel, human to human. Ben told him that he ran a business that paid people to take pictures of where they lived. If Joel wanted to take pictures of his hometown in Liberia, Ben would hire him as a photographer. Surprisingly, Joel sent a few pictures from his hometown of Monrovia, Liberia. Although the quality was very poor, Ben was happy to see that Joel was trying. Despite his natural human suspicion, Ben then decided to roll the dice on Joel. He decided to send him a $30 camera and asked him to take better pictures of his village. He gave him some tips and ideas on how to improve his photos. Eventually, Ben was getting some beautiful pictures of life in Western Africa. He decided to create a photo book of Joel's pictures. It was called By the Grace of God which was a sentence from one of Joel's emails. Ben started a crowdfunding page, asking people to donate to help Joel's family. The book sold over 1,000 copies in 40 countries. Ben did split the profits with Joel 50-50, just as Joel had originally offered. Ben wanted to give his half to charity, so he asked Joel whether there were any charities that could benefit his hometown. Joel said that the children in his village did not have money for school supplies. They could not afford notebooks, backpacks, or pencils. Ben wanted to wire $500 to Joel in Liberia, but wondered if he might just pocket the money. But instead, Joel lived up to Ben's belief in him. 
He loaded up a taxi with newly purchased school supplies and distributed them among all the local schools, taking plenty of pictures to show the kids' reactions. Ben created a website called By De Grace of God so people could continue to support Joel and his family by buying the photo book. Ben says that his life was changed because of this incident. Joel certainly was. None of us read those emails from Liberian scammers and think to ourselves that there are real human beings on the other side of that. Sure, they seem strange to us. And their dubious attempts to make a living are also strange to us. But what if we could harness our shared strangeness and remember to lift up that stranger on the other side of the world, on the other side of the cocktail party, on the other side of the boardroom, or perhaps even on the other side of the kitchen table. This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book, To Power Your Day with Purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.